And now, live from the new house in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. He's a podcast director whose shows are known for their great performances, but really lousy camera work. It's Eric Martin. And she's a comedian and podcaster who surprisingly is not wearing any makeup. She just gets flushed from living on the run from constant and never diminishing terror that is always just on her heels. It's Renee Colvert. Chef Jeff is here to show us his new berries. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little garlic bread braids. It's me, Allison. Welcome to new another, to new another. Oh, you made it through the carb. <laughs> I did, and then and then I checked out, tripped on the finish line. Welcome to another exciting Thursday episode of the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. That carbohydrate, which was sort of a tongue twister, or just all words are tongue twisters right now for me, which will make for a fun show both for me and for the listeners and for my guests, whom you will be introduced to in a moment. Um, that carbohydrate was sent in by Johanna Jovel. Uh, you know, I used to think before I knew a Johanna that it was pronounced Hohana, <laughs> which is a fun way to say it, but it's not. It's Johanna. Like Hohoba. Yes. But is Hohoba the hair ingredient pronounced Hohoba or Jojo? I think it's Jojoba. No. It's Hohoba. It's a Spanish word, isn't it? No. I don't think so. <laughs> Let's find out. It's when a we... plant in the Southwest, so I always assumed that it was Spanish origin. Hmm. Jeff, who may or may not be here, I say that because I have not introduced my guest yet. I think he, I, I suspect he's here. We'll be looking that up sometime. No. Um. There's something I was going to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can send in your carb on Patreon. 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 slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that. I've been uploading so many photos, you guys. It's out of control. And as I said last time, if you're new to Patreon, Patreon, don't get used to like multiple photos a day because I don't know if I can keep it up. It's just right now. It's just this, the season of photos, uh, photos, bonus episodes, live stream, shit in the mail, Patreon. <laughs> you can submit carbs. So much stuff. Okay. Let's get down to biz. Hello, Eric Martin, and welcome back. Thank you. I'm delighted to be back. Uh, before we started, you were saying, well, Renee, spoiler, Renee is Uh-oh. sitting next to him. Oh, <laughs> boy. You were getting fun. You are saying that... You- <laughs> Imagine. That's how I introduce myself. I'm Renee. Ow. <laughs> uh, you had recorded an audiobook and two articles today, and I definitely want to get into all that. Yo. Uh, uh- did you say yo? I said yeah and yo together. <laughs> And the wrong thing came out. <laughs> I think yo was what... It sounded like yo is what came out to me. Mostly yo. <laughs> Hello, Renee, and welcome. No, I, uh, it's fading. But at the very beginning of the show, I felt well behaved. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to interrupt. I'm going to keep it quiet and wait until I'm spoken to. Oh, but then, but then I, could, I can feel myself starting to let loose already. Mm-hmm. So Good. It was just for a moment. This is a place to come on... <laughs> Thursday nights that are technically Monday nights or vice versa. Oh, now I'm going to stop the show to figure it out. Okay. It's 
It is technically Monday night. Yes. To them, it's Thursday night. This is the place to come to let loose on either of those nights. Let loose. Well-behaved for 30 seconds. That's let right. Let loose the rest of the time. That's right. Got it. I want you well-behaved, well-heeled, s- sipping your spoop. Spoop? <laughs> <laughs> sipping your spoop. No, sipping your spoop. <laughs> <laughs> By uh, taking the spoon and scooping it from the outer edge of the bowl, which I think my sister went to... Something called lollipop etiquette. Oh boy! So I mentioned before, grew up in Orange County. I was I went to Cotillion. Do you guys know what this is? It's like a sorry Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry Daniel too. Um, Cotillion. It's uh, it's like a finishing classes. Cotillion's it's not. not it's where the, is it dancing? I feel like, like it's like it's, like it's a debutante adjacent. Yeah, they teach you dances that you'll never use in your entire life, is but they like tell you you'll use them at weddings. The montage in League of Their Own. I don't remember that, but no, you, you know what to do with your thing. forks, though. At this point, right? Well, yeah. so I didn't do I didn't do lollipop etiquette, okay. but I don't know if they were related or if it was just something for younger people. Because I did cotillion, and then my my sister did lollipop etiquette, and I I feel like that's where I learned the soup. Like I've been using a spoon all wrong. So what's the technique that you're supposed to do? I think you take the spoon and you scoop like outward from the the far away side of the bowl oh no i come towards me i just mimicked it i yep Uh i think you do it the other way i don't know why though if anyone has been to finishing school (laughs) please write in i would assume because that's what normal people would do is just scoop it towards themselves so it's it's got to be mirror to be a pain in the ass weird backwards way right oh i really shouldn't eat this i'll just push it away oh no i I mustn't (laughs) i I couldn't possibly have another spoonful (laughs) does your sister have better manners than you I feel because like of lollipop, lollipop etiquette—that's the full name. Uh-huh. Yeah, we <laughs> um, just call it lollipop. lollipop. <laughs> the lols. Who's got time for yeah. the etiquette? I feel like we're kind of—we're uh, neck and neck. I mean, ex- unless we're around soup, and then you really see that it all hangs out. Mm. Anyway, what I was saying was, yeah, Monday and Thursday, let loose. Right. Two all the other days, you're not going to go through them. It's going to take too long. Yeah. Don't let loose. <laughs> I feel like I brought it home. These are the rules for the week. Daniel, hello. Hi there. How's it going? Uh, (laughs) I have... uh, It's been a struggle today because I didn't get much sleep last night because, uh, you know, sometimes baby doesn't sleep as much as other nights. Mm -hmm. And um, I have been experimenting with different forms of caffeine. (laughs) And um, they are not working towards the same goal in my brain. Could you explain? Well, I feel like... I think it's pretty clear with that. <laughs> we can move on. I feel like there's a lot of, uh, fa- of forces moving in different directions. For example, there's the force of uh, sleep mm-hmm. that is uh, challenging the forces of uh, sp- <laughs> spazzed out nervousness that are challenging um, rage. <laughs> But it's not real that, rage. It's the it's the rage of no sleep. It's oh, interesting. Yeah. That's not where I thought you were going with it. I thought that you were saying all the different energy drinks are competing inside you. Um, I think that's what's happening. Okay. What did you drink or take or whatever today? Well, let's see. Uh, I had... Snuculos. <laughs> <a laughs> I had a Starbucks uh, triple shot... You know those drinks they have in the 7-Elevens now? Oh, yeah. yeah. The tall ones? 
who the fuck even knows what's in that? Because mm. it's not just coffee anymore. Oh, is it have like guarana? I think they have like guarana and who and who knows what. Yeah, I've uh, heard those advertised on podcasts. Oh, really? They're like, hey, if you want to really get yeah jacked up, yeah, <laughs> here goes. Uh huh. And <laughs> so yeah, that was this yeah, morning. Accurate. Um. Yeah. And then I had two cups of coffee uh, around one ish to three and then i had a code red mountain dew oh boy and some that's excedrin. when regular mountain dew is not enough for you code red or is it a flavor what are you doing i'm asking you a question no, um <laughs> i uh code red just you know you gotta change it up yeah sure you don't want to just do normal mountain dew i mean it's both a name a warning and a lifestyle, the code red. <laughs> You're like, maybe this Accurate. will be a change of pace. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, I'm just asking if it's a different flavor. Listen, I'm just warning you, I'm not going to be 100%, is what I'm saying. Oh, I, I know. Uh, but the, it might be funny uh, in the way that I'm not very on my game today. <laughs> um, and then, of course, I topped it all off because I had a massive headache, go figure, with um, some Excedrin, which also has caffeine. Oof. So. Oh, yeah. uh, I think you might be overcaffeinated a bit, bud. Yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not feeling more awake. Right. Yeah. I'm feeling like each part of my brain, like each major part of my brain, is attached to a wire, <laughs> and those wires are pu- trying to pull my brain out of my skull. Yeah, that's because they are. Yeah. Uh, to to your benefit, though. Yes, you're, sir. You're wearing a collared shirt, which yes. means you can't go full cornholio at this point. <laughs> Sure, you don't have the outfit. I've, I've never gone full cornholio, but the night is young. Um, <laughs> so, all right, I know this is a Beavis and Butthead reference. Yes, ma'am. But I need to know the rest of it. About what? About cornholio? Yes. Like Who's what corn- it is? Yeah, what is this Beavis, reference? what does he drink? He just drinks a lot of caffeine. I yeah, forget it what could kind be of- anything. It could be a lot of sugar. It could be a lot of caffeine. Right. But at some point, he has a, a true psychic break. Mm-hmm. And then he the shirt goes over the head. His hands go up... Uh, and uh, and he begins speaking in tongues, and um, <laughs> he needs teepee for his bunghole. Yeah, that's just one of the things he needs. And the name of the character is Cornholio. Yeah, that's come just on, honey. This is something I, you should know. I didn't watch Beavis and Butthead. What? Oh. Sorry, I did watch 120 minutes. Didn't it come on somewhere in there? <laughs> it was yeah. part of the block, I think. I am Cornholio. I am Cornholio. Is this a cut of him saying it or is it? Yeah, I think it's going to go on for a while. (laughs) Um, Who did the voices of Beavis and Butthead? Mike Judge. I think he did them all. Yeah. I did not know that. For all the main characters. Yeah. Hmm. Jeff, hello and welcome. Hi, Allison. Sorry, Jeff. (laughs) Okay. No no apologies, Ness. Daniel. Sorry, Jeff. (laughs) <laughs> Renee's intro. Is this in reference to a tweet or something I'm forgetting? I don't even remember what it Terror was. Terror at her heels. Oh, well, I was just saying she doesn't wear makeup. And so what gives her that, you know, that flush? The, oh, that, yeah, oh, sure. I'm running from something. Probably the law. running from the On existential the terror that fills mm. our hearts. I thought this might be a reference to her Twitter bio. Is it oh, still sure. the same one? Yeah. Which is... I can run faster scared than you can mad. Oh, maybe that's what <laughs> Which is accurate. Yeah. yeah I don't <laughs> remember. Yeah. yeah. I get uh, real brave uh, right up until the point that you start chasing me. And then 
Now. Can run fast. Yes. Jeff. Yes. Have you had a chance to find out that I'm right about Jojoba? <laughs> oh, no. It's just been mayhem for the last 12 minutes. So give me a second. I'll take a look. Okay. Um, couple announcements at the top. Here I would just go. like to give a big fat thank you to Phantom Screens. Renee, were you on the show where we talked about screen doors? Yes. Yeah. I was. Okay. We have these um, French doors. Right. We wanted some screen doors so we can open. Yes, I thought it wasn't possible. When we got French doors to have screens, screens screens. on them, I thought it was one or the other. Either you get slidey doors and screens, or you get French doors and no screens. That's right. We didn't know. Uh How can they do it? And then, uh, so we talked about that on the show. We talked about Daniel's various screen door concerns, of which there were many. Yes, and a lot of people wrote in. A lot. Like, there's been few things that have ignited the listenership. In like the same way doors. as screen doors. We're thinking of having a screen door podcast. Yeah, it was we probably say, should. I think you guys We're missing out. Off right here. A lot of people wrote in. There was a lot of talk of those magnet, those cheap magnetic screen doors. Right. We listened to a commercial An on the show for them. That's it. right. Yep. Um, but then someone wrote in uh, and recommended phantom screens. Mm-hmm. And long story short, phantom screens hooked us up with. Phantom screens. We now have screen doors. I will. Eric and Jeff saw them before the show. They're amazing. I'm so impressed. They're super cool. Yeah. Renee, I'll show you after. Okay, thank so you. So anyway, yes, I would please. just like to say, fan, everyone, if you want, they're, so they're retractable. Did I already say that? I think I already said that. They're retractable. They have like a whole bunch of different colors. So basically they can match whatever. They, they look amazing and they work really well and they're super cool and fancy. Cool. So I would just like to say... If you need screen doors, check out Phantom Screens and Phantom Screens. Thank you so much. I would also, and this is where I now have to have a difficult conversation with our listenership Uh because someone out there is potentially ruining it for the rest of you. I do a segment, as you know, called iTunes Comment of the Week. Sure. Is it a transparent grab for more iTunes comments? Yes, but it brings entertainment value. <laughs> it used to be we would read a positive comment, but then I felt like it. This is just too self-aggrandizing. So now I read a positive one and a negative one. I call it iTunes iTunes comments of the week because it is plural. So I don't do it always. I do it sometimes. And I was like, should we do it tonight? I was looking at some comments, and someone left a like vaguely critical comment but not that critical not very critical but said i'm giving this one a one star because two (gasps) to four stars never get read and then put her not one star comment oof that's gonna mess up the system yeah so all of you are going to be deprived of your segment tonight because that one person out there you can't beat the rules no yeah i here's the thing it's not the rating that makes me read it. Sure. It's the content of it. It's true. Uh, and I would much rather a shitty, shitty comment with four to five stars <laughs> than a like basically positive yes. enough comment for someone who likes the show with one star. Yeah. That could actually harm the show. Come you on. Can, you can go back in and edit it, right? You're I can't. Well, no, but the person who she, left the comment, yeah. I don't know how that works. Take that up to five stars I don't and we'll know. get our privileges back? Is that, <laughs> there, is that what right. I'm saying? <laughs> Look, you, you kind of did a, a, a sort of apology at the head of that, but I don't think you need to apologize for what you're doing because there are, mm, I would say podcasts, but actually podcast networks out there that 
have bots gaming the whole fucking system, leaving hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of reviews for their dumb shows. So asking your fans to or the listeners to just comment legitimately, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. We want your legitimate comments. Because yes. the reason is it helps Especially in this stupid algorithm that iTunes is set up. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Someone leaving a one star to try to get read on the show, it is... And it's it's sort of my fault for creating this segment <laughs> that now she wants to be on. But I'm saying do it, leaving a one star to try to get on the show, is that's not what I'm trying to encourage. So don't do that, you guys. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. It's harmful. Now, where do you stand with bots? <laughs> Can bots leave comments or... No. Are the bots listening? Do we're they listen? Do they have? That's when I'm. I'm just. I, if we're laying down the law, let's make sure that we get. I don't know. Bots included. If they're I listening. Yeah, bots. Let bots, us know. Bots, if you're listening. <laughs> I feel like bots would function like Siri, sure. and so I could just like order the bots leave nice <laughs> comments, five stars. Perfect. The bots are listening, and they have something to say. Are you ready to hear it? I'm ready to hear yeah. it. Jojoba. Oh. Yeah. Look at now. Who? Oh my. God, what do you have something to say to me? Jojoba. You know what's weird is that sounds I'm like. I'm sorry. What? What was that? Jojoba. No, Allison. What did you say? <laughs> Jojoba. No, but what did you say to me? Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> no, not to me. Say it to Daniel. <laughs> ah. What was that? Jojoba. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Daniel. Turns out That's I was wrong. Right? Because I grew up in the land of Jojoba. Who's doing ho-ho-ba. this voiceover? Yeah, what's the source? I, know, I thought it was. I thought like it was sad. Ho ho. Yeah, I thought it was m- me sounding crestfallen for some reason, <laughs> even though it didn't make sense. Yeah. It's from Wikipedia. There's a phonetic spelling, or not phonetic, whatever this. Phonetic, phonetic yeah. 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 So there's yeah. a phonetic spelling, and then there's a little thing that says "click on to yeah. listen." Some jacked up yeah. volunteer is. Eric, just, if they gave you that yeah, reading, I thought, how just would you devastated. <laughs> Hohoba. 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 What did you guys think it was? And don't say that, don't agree with me just because you know where your bread's buttered. No, I would have said Jojoba, but I would have been wrong. Eric, you, you talk professionally. Yeah, but I've never, I mean, I've seen it. I may have run across it at one point, but I didn't remember. Either I, one sounded plausible to me. I really didn't think it was a Spanish word. I thought it was Swedish or something. I don't know why. Is it a... Uh, what is it? It's native to the Southwest. Uh, plant? Some is kind that, of plant. Is it a root? It's like a sage. Can you put it in a in a tea? Uh, uh, for volume. I think it's got <laughs> it's a... It's usually in shampoos and stuff. <laughs> it's got a... I don't know what it's... Yeah. I don't... I think it's more of just... It's got an aroma. It's like a sage. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did we all just hear... I just want to make sure that didn't get bypassed just real quick. Uh, Elson mm. said we can put shampoo in our tea for volume. That's funny. <laughs> Thank you. You're Thank welcome. Thank you very much. Um, I've tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Ha- hmm. Uh-oh. I'm now derailing the show. Wasn't there... There was something where you made a joke and I didn't acknowledge it. I mean... It's, it happened very recently. It happens all the time. <laughs> You're, I, I'm not going to remember. No, I'm not going to either. So, okay. Well, you really burned your back. So good work. I don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I sounds even. <laughs> exactly. Even if I, I did remember, I wouldn't be able to remember right now. <laughs> I need to tell you guys about this awesome new thing called Ava. Look at it, Renee. Oh, yeah, it looks like a, a bracelet. Looks like oh. a bracelet slash watch. Um, it is a device for fertility and cycle tracking. You wear it when you sleep. Uh, 
I was so excited when I got mine that I wanted to just slap it on and wear it 24 hours. Yeah. Um, but you're really only supposed to wear it when you sleep. It only needs four, four hours at night, although you could just wear it for the whole night. Um, and it actually was very serendipitous how it came into my life and to the show because, uh, I have not gotten my period yet since I last had, uh, a baby. Thank you. And, um, my whole life, I've been terrible about knowing when I'm going to get my period. And my mom is always like, write it down, write it down, write it down. And I'm like, I've had six million uh, menstrual cycles. Yeah. And every single time, it's a, it's like a surprise. Oh, that's why I was in that mood. Or, oh, that's why I was was uh, putting things in piles and couldn't stand the mess. Or That's why I was bleeding, etc. Right. <laughs> And I just think, how, anyway, how do I not know? So I had asked people online, like, what, you know, is, is there an app that you use for tracking? And I got so many different answers. And then Ava became a sponsor on the show. And this is like, I think, better than all of them. Um, because it, there's like seven different things it measures while you sleep. And it measures like heart temperature, heart rate, something called perfusion, resting. I don't know. It's all, it's all there on the website. Um, it measures all these things and then it tells you your fertility, what they think is your fertility. The more you wear it, the more accurate it gets. So it tells you your fertility window and, um, when you're, it, all the stuff about your cycle. And also it tells you about your sleep, like how much, uh, deep sleep you're in, how much light sleep, et cetera. It's, it's, uh, Truly amazing. And it's cute. Ava is a Swiss startup company dedicated to advancing women's health and to breaking taboos around discussing the menstrual cycle. So it features cycle tracking, pregnancy tracking, um, and uh, 20% of the price of Ava goes directly to the company's medical research and development in women's health. I was talking to someone from Ava this morning, and she was saying that, that they're primarily a research company, which I think is super cool. That is cool. Uh, ladies, it's finally time to understand your body. Visit avawomen.com to learn more. And for listeners of my program, you can receive $20 off your order by going to AvaWomen slash Allison and using my code Allison. That's AvaWomen, A-V-A-W-O-M-E-N.com slash Allison, code Allison for wherever you are in life. So uh, I mentioned earlier, Screen Doors got a humongous response, but something else that got just an avalanche of uh of chatter was we talked about the carb last week was the saskatoon berry oh sure and saskatoon berry is from is it from saskatchewan i forget but we were did i was you, saying saskatchewan say how'd you say it just now uh did i say it more correctly than last time uh, look jojoba <laughs> <laughs> so we all said saskatoon and saskatchewan right and a lot of people, a lot of people let me know that I was not saying it. None of us were saying it correctly. Oh, boy. It's Saskatchewan. No, it's not. Saskatchewan. It's, hang on. Saskatchewan. Oh. Mm, more of a so, word. what you said? N- I'm not sure. Okay. I do think we should do a show in Canada, though, because we have a lot of... Can- it turns out we have a ton of Canadian listeners. A lot of people loved all the Canada talk and all the Canadian love. They did not love the way I pronounced that word, though. So I said, hey, you ornery Canadians, <laughs> call in and let me know how you say it and also do tell do an imitation of how I said it. Oh, that's so great. So we got a lot of calls. Let's find out oh, now. Oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. I love this. So this is Julie from Halifax, Nova Scotia, which I'm sure I'm pronouncing incorrectly. <laughs> hey, it's Julie from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Nailed it, Jeff. Allison, Daniel, Jeff, 
Saskatchewan, meanwhile the rest of Canada, Saskatchewan. So, so is it it's the inflection? Well, Saskatchewan. It's a lot less accent on the first syllable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah, so she's saying it's Wait, Saskatchewan. More, it's more accent on the first syllable. Well, hang on, because there's Sisk- more okay, people got, are going to let more. you know. Because more. her Sisk- pronunciation was even less Saskatchewan-y than the rest of them. Hi, Allison. This is Toby, a Canadian, and I am <laughs> letting you know that the province is called Saskatchewan, not Saskatchewan. <laughs> Or was you were saying it, uh, Saskatoon, and not Saskatchewan, uh, but Saskatchewan. Okay, thank you. Oh, it is less on the first. S- yeah. S- yeah. So you just S- have to Saskatchewan. Act like you're in a Saskatchewan. hurry. Yeah. yeah. Throw we the gotta last go. part away. Yeah. Okay. Saskatchewan. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I don't have time for this. Saskatchewan. Like you got to say it like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Allison and Greg, this is Andrew Hunt calling from Toronto, Ontario. Uh, just in response to. Allison's Instagram post, I pronounce it Saskatchewan. Uh, I could be wrong. I do live in Toronto, which is pretty far from there. But now that I say it out loud, it sounds kind of weird. Saskatchewan. <laughs> that's how I do it. Saskatchewan. I feel like that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. That's what I thought. Now, allow me to just explain. Andrew Hunt is this very funny Canadian writer. He used to be in a, a Canadian boy band, I think, which oh, I did cool. not know about him. Um and he makes really funny YouTube videos, although he hasn't done that for a while because now he's writing for a Canadian show. But I had him on Allison Rosen is your, you best, your new best friend, the Ustream show a million years ago because he was visiting Brooklyn. And I've always told him, move out to California <laughs> and come be on the show a lot. Yeah. But he has not taken me up on it yet. But anyway, uh, the number I had people call in is the number that I've now, uh, that I now use for childish. So, that is why he said, hi, Allison and Greg. Gotcha. I just borrowed it. I was like, oh, no, it's Daniel, mine. he doesn't know your name. <laughs> you just got Fitz dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but there's hey. more. Hey, Allison, I am from Montana, but I'm a dual citizen uh, with the U.S. and Canada, and you were pronouncing it Saskatchewan, uh, like Sas with an emphasis, and it was separate from the, the rest of the word, I guess, um, and I would pronounce it Saskatchewan. All right. Good luck. Bye. Now, let me get to the last part of the word as fast as possible. But also, I feel like they're not saying, they're not even saying Saskatchewan. They're saying Saskatchewan. 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 But they're hearing Sass, S A S S, Catchewan from you. You were saying Sass. You were like, you know that SNL sketch, the Californians? Of course. It's like I'm them saying Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Okay. Hi, this is Catherine calling from Regina, Saskatchewan. Um, My imitation of your pronunciation, Saskatchewan. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Saskatchewan. That's a a one to beat. That's a one to beat. That's good. (laughs) Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. They're also good. You're the world's sweetest <laughs> listeners. This is great. I love it. Isn't that sweet. Well, <laughs> it's but funny. I know. It's funny. I have the best listeners. Hey, Allison. It's Deanna Harder calling from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And I just saw on Twitter that you would like to know the proper pronunciation of Saskatchewan. So you said it like Saskatchewan, <laughs> and it's Saskatchewan. So you're almost there. Um, I grew up with Saskatchewan lifestyle. I um, My grandma and grandpa were from Saskatchewan and my father. 
And we had Saskatoon berry pie and Saskatoon soup and oh Saskatoon tarts. And I love the Saskatoon berry. So anyway, you're very close. And I'm so <laughs> stoked about all the promo for Corner Gas and for the love of Canada. Anyway, hope you're well. Bye. Hey. I believe one of our Canadian listeners also pointed out that you uh, – you you put some shade on one of the corner gas actors by saying they were a bunch of nobodies. And I didn't you know, do you that. You did. You said they were a bunch of nobodies. No, it was Jeff. Okay. <laughs> and also, but apparently corner gas is like the Seinfeld of Canada. Is that what you had said, Jeff? That's what I'd said, but I thought about it and I thought it's more of the king of the hill of mm. Canada. Mm. In that it's it's the sort of, I mean, it's not animated, but it's the, the sort of heart of, seemingly it's the regional. heart of the country. Yeah. Right. It's like regional, regional, but it just it's it kind of feels like it sums up the heart it of it. Gets, everything. yeah, okay. There's also a show called Letter Kenny, which people say is really good. Mm. I've never, I had never heard of these shows. Okay, and then we have one more message, and this is from the woman who sent in the carb, oh. which got which got us in this mess. Okay. Hey, Allison and friends, this is Ariana Bisky, she of the Saskatoon Berry Pie Carb Suggestion. I uh, grew up in Saskatchewan, but haven't lived there for 20 years. I live outside Vancouver now, which is, in fact, west of Saskatchewan. So everyone I know from Saskatchewan kind of slurs it into two-ish syllables, uh, like Saskatchewan. Uh, you guys said it, Saskatchewan, which <laughs> is very precise and adorable. And you definitely shouldn't feel bad because every place has local pronunciation. I mean, how many times have you heard someone say uh, Colorado or Nevada? Anyway, uh, love you. Bye. See, we were just making a full meal out of it. Yeah, yeah. Really eating the scenery. Yeah. Home means Nevada, home means <laughs> home means the sage and the pine. I would just like to point out that I love Canada. I love Canadian culture. I love hockey. And I've darkened a door in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Yeah. I've been to Saskatchewan. For what? When I was on tour with the band, we stayed in Moose Jaw on our way to whatever the next big town is west of there. That's so cool. I didn't oh. even know. Someone in the comments, someone wrote Moose Jaw, and I just didn't know what it was in relation to. I feel like I've never been to Canada. I feel like I would like it. I, I, I have always dreamed of living in cold weather. Uh, I enjoy... Uh, I enjoyed the Tragically Hip back in the 90s. I believe that's a Canadian band. Uh, and so, and what else do you have? Oh, and I want to have poutine, unlike my wife. So I Oh, yeah, feel a lot like, of people wrote it and said poutine is good, too. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get that for you. When's your birthday? August. Okay, poutine cake coming up. <laughs> so Here we go. So I, what I'm saying is adopt me, please. I'll take your citizenship. <laughs> I will. Sorry. Sorry, America. <laughs> I think we should go on tour there. We can go to Moose Jaw. We can go to Saskatoon, Sketchwin. Ooh, good. Oh, that yeah. felt, it felt really, it, was, it felt really fake. It felt like I was like, I'll have the Liquini. <laughs> <laughs> it felt fake, you know? I think, yeah, we just got to practice. Sketchwin. You got to get your 10,000 hours in on this. Just Eric, uh, how would you say it? And how did you say it before? I think I said, I think I said Saskatchewan. But now I think I would modify it to Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. <laughs> Saskatchewan. But see, Saskatchewan. I'm still hearing four syllables. Saskatchewan. Yeah, I mean, I think they're still there, but you kind of slide right. those together. Sort of we, like the word P-O-E-M. Is yeah. it 
Do we care to make um, this interesting? And we'll all try it. And then your listeners can vote who of us. Got yes. The yes. Okay. Good but idea. The are high. And then what's the prize? What do we win? Or what's the consequence if you come in last? I think you should get a Saskatoon berry. Oh, yeah. And it's unclear if that's positive or negative. So <laughs> it's like if the berries had little legs yeah. and they were running away and you were super sassy, you would say, Sass, catch you one if you just wanted one berry. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, Saskatchewan. Just one. Sass, Sass, Saskatchewan. Uh. Yes. Hey, don't look at me like <laughs> I didn't make any sense. Just the one, please. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we need some kind of sound to indicate that we're about to do this. Yeah. Competition. Or whatever Jeff feels is appropriate. Everything well, rides on this. Yes. Canadian National Anthem. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. This is basically like the Olympics. <laughs> This is canon, though. This is the actual. Don't you watch the Olympics? <laughs> All right. And then, oh, I pulled off the mic. Yeah, no, you did it right. Do we just say the word or do we say a quick sentence about it? I think just the word. Yeah, just the word. Okay. Wait, okay. What are we doing? We're, di- we're all going to say Join the show, Daniel. <laughs> Stop Welcome. It. I'm a fucking goldfish right We've, now. Uh, we're making everybody put in 100 bucks. You need to put in yours. Mm-hmm. And then uh, whoever pronounces it right, we're all saying can decide. You know, we're all saying okay, the word that we it, mispronounce. And whoever says it the most authentically. Okay, got it. Wins a berry. Okay. Wins a, all right. <laughs> yeah. The listeners have to participate and let okay. us know. We'll Who wants poll. to? Renee, you start. Okay. Sketching. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my lean. gosh. For a second, I thought you were Canadian. <laughs> lean and mean. Daniel. Snuckulos. the key is oh, fast, no as fast as you can do it. Oh, they can suck my nuts. <laughs> She's my snuggleberries. <laughs> okay. Saskatchewan. Jeff? It's so hard when you're trying. Saskatchewan. Ooh, that sounded just like one of those voicemails. Yeah. Okay. This is me now. Sketchwin. Sketchwin? Ooh. Yeah. Good. I think th- I I feel confident that Barry is mine. <laughs> I'm, not get, I'm not getting shit. Eric? Sus, uh, Saskatchewan. Sus, no? <laughs> Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. That's it. Yeah, mm. you brought it on home. Very that good. was pretty good. Okay, yeah. okay Canadian listeners, <sighs> let just, us know who wins. Just remind you, I only did one take. <laughs> do you want to do Police a few department? more? No, I got it. I nailed it. Okay. Good. Maybe I didn't. All right. Contestant one, two, know. three, four, five. <sighs> okay. All right. I feel good about it. It's exciting. I'm going to be nervous all week. I know. I can't wait to find out. <laughs> and then someone's going to have to like fed at. I don't know. So wait, I don't know yeah. what Saskatoon? method. Right, yeah. that's right. Saskatoon. I think that's right. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's some all, of them that's had. All I care about. I feel like some of them had opinions about our pronunciation of Saskatoon as well. So, if you're from Saskatoon, what are you? Are you a Saskatoonie? <laughs> you're <laughs> probably a Saskatanian. Yeah. Yeah, Saskatoonian. Probably. And I then, feel like it's. Are you Saskatoonish? All right, listeners, also let us know that. All right, got a lot of work. Moving out, on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Somebody make a poll. We'll yeah. make a poll. It'll be. I need to talk to you guys about Pros, which is a new custom hair care company that I am super on board for. I'm here for it, you guys, and other internet slang. Yes, queen? 
Anyway, uh, I was familiar with Prose before they became a sponsor on the show. I'd seen it on Instagram. I saw people talking about it. And I knew basically that they make shampoo and conditioner and they also make a hair mask um, specifically for your hair care needs. And the way it works is there's this consultation. It's a free consultation online. It's a fun quiz. If you know me, you know I love quizzes. They take into account your hair type, um, if you color your hair or not, if it like how thick it is, also where you live, so environmental factors and stuff and then you choose which fragrance you want and if you know me you know that it only took me between 16 and 17 hours to select my fragrance i chose signature it's very nice it smells very expensive it smells like if you ever stayed in a hotel and you're like ooh this is a cut above or if you work out in a, like a high end gym you're like look at it's so high end they have super schmancy hair products. It's like that. That's how it smells. Good and expensive. Um, but anyway, it really does make a difference with your hair. I noticed it. So I did the hair mask, a pre-shampoo hair mask, which I had never done before. Um, and then the shampoo and then the conditioner. And when I rinsed it out in the shower, I could feel that it was softer and silkier than normal. And now my hair is dry. I still smell like expensive pros. Uh, and it's just, it's, uh, it, it feels healthier and thicker and shinier. And uh, as it turns out, maybe we've been doing hair care all wrong by just going to a store and, and selecting what we want. Maybe we all need custom hair care. I don't know. I think you do. Pros is the only hair care that is 100% custom made for your hair, your lifestyle, and your preferences. No more off-shelf products that sort of work. Pros formulas are made with exactly the right ingredients to treat your unique hair needs with natural premium ingredients. Oh, and also you can select gluten-free or silicone-free. You can really get it dialed in for whatever you need. Uh, go to pros.com and complete a free consultation that covers everything from your diet and exercise to even your local climate and water quality. And they make masks, shampoos, and conditioners for your specific needs. With Pros, you can even customize your products to be vegan, silicone-free, gluten-free, or fragrance-free. With over 50 billion possible combinations, your Pros products are truly one of a kind because they are designed specifically for you, made in New York, and shipped right to your door. No one else offers this level of personalization. Get started right now for $10 off your first order at Pros.com slash Rosen. That's pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Rosen for $10 off your first order, pros.com slash Rosen. And uh, if you do it, let me know what you think. It really, I'm, I'm very impressed. Okay. Eric, yes. you did an audiobook today yeah. and two articles. Yeah. A lot of questions. What yeah. was the audiobook and how could you record an entire book in earlier? Yeah. Well, it wasn't the whole one because this is like a 30 hour. It's taken two oh weeks. God. It's okay. serious. Um, what if you just talk really fast and then they slow down the tape? Ooh. Oh, that would be probably the most efficient way to do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> it might be terrible, but it would be fast. <laughs> yeah. Some people listen at like multiple speeds, which is insane to me. I mean, congratulations that you can cram all that into your ears, but I don't speak that fast. So anyway. What's the book? Uh, Catholicism for Dummies. <laughs> Great. Oh, wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So um, uh, I was raised that. So it's fun to check back in and, and see what uh, see what they're up to. And um, uh, yeah, turns out uh, a lot of stuff. Anyway, so I did that. <laughs> and then um, do you do now when you do your books, probably not for this. Do you sometimes do characters and then have to remember like the voice that you do for the for the dialogue and oh, stuff? Oh, for fiction? Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just did this big, like, epic New York book, and everybody had a different voice and how accent. Do you keep, I always wondered, like, how you keep track of the voice and how to do it. 
Yeah. Some people like do highlighting and they have all these systems, but if, if like, if it's not immediately recognizable to me, then what I'll do is I'll record a short sample or I'll just take a short sample and just, so I can always have it on hand. So I can just dip into the library and say, Oh wait, what did that person sound like again? Oh, smart. Yeah. It's a fun way to do it. But for nonfiction, you, you shouldn't do voices or, or you're just a crazy person. Uh, you're like, I'm yeah. God. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's for dummies. So that's, <laughs> right. What a cool God. I like that's it. That's pretty, pretty yeah, dope. pretty dope. <laughs> so wait, when you do voices, though, are we talking like accents or just different? Like this guy talks real low and this guy talks real fast. And <laughs> yeah, it could be anything. It depends on the book. But I did, I did like all sorts of accents for this one. I had this one book where it was like a Scottish guy that was talking to a lady who was pretending to be in a, a Southern accent who then pretended to do a British wow. accent. Like it got crazy and it was upsetting and probably too much. Um, so wait, you had to do a bad, so that's like a bad Southern accent with a bad English accent on top of it? Yeah, and in conversation. So just 20 minutes of volleying back and forth between Scott and this crazy lady. Do you remember any of the crazy lady's lines? Uh, no. <laughs> no, it just goes right. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. The, it just is there on the page, and then it just keeps scrolling, and then it's out of sight, out of mind. I just want to make you say something in this layer, in this layer of bad accent. <laughs> God damn it. I can't even begin. <laughs> okay. So you did the book, and then you did the two articles. And yeah. where... Where do these articles live? Oh, so I did one. Um, uh, Rolling Stone now has. So if you go onto the Rolling Stone um, website, um, uh, who is it? Uh, Matt Taibbi just did an article about Bernie Sanders. So mm-hmm. I just got to narrate that. So it's on the website. It's also on this app called Autumn. Um, they're the one that work with these companies. And um, so we did that. And then. Um, is that like AUDM? AUDM. Okay. Yeah. I listened to something on that. Oh, cool. I listened to an article from New York Magazine while yeah. I was riding huh. the bike. Like, like a couple months ago, and I thought, oh, this is cool. Oh, if cool. it's going this direction, I love this option. yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to read it. You read it to me. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we take we do the heavy lifting. So I don't have a great memory of the story though, and I don't know if I would have a like deeper if I would have remembered more if I had read it myself though. Yeah, but I liked it. Finding that no matter what it is, I now have to do it twice. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a podcast, if I want to retain it, then I got to yeah. listen to it twice, which is annoying. But yeah, we got to study. Yeah. <laughs> so you did a Rolling Stone story, yeah, which is very cool. Yeah, and then you also did a Texas Monthly story. Yeah, which is you know a, a, a story uh, a publication I hadn't heard of, but they they come up with some really interesting stuff. They had this crazy story about this guy whose name was Joe. Uh oh god what's his name it's like Piscopo. Ex- Joe Piscopo <laughs> yeah that's the one and uh he just did some great impressions and um <laughs> hell of a tale no Joe Exotic so he was this dude with a mullet who was on all these billboards because he opened an animal like a an exotic animal like enclosure like the zoo and his whole thing was like oh come on over and pet these tigers that's my <laughs> that's my land <laughs> And then this lady in Florida who was like, that's a bad idea. And so he's like, oh, yeah? Well, me and my gay lover are going to come over and kill you. And then they hired a hitman. Wait, I feel like I've heard about th- I've heard of this yeah. situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was in the news. That's probably why. <laughs> Wait, so did they kill her? I don't want to spoil it, but she's oh. alive. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you feel like it. no. God, man. That's Wait, really it, a mystery. Was no her problem with it the animal rights aspect of it? Yeah, yeah. Because Whitney Cummings is all about coming for 
anyone who has any sort of like come play with these lion cubs, any mistreatment of any animal anywhere, she will be their crusader by tagging them along. I didn't on know Instagram. that was like a whole thing. It is a thing. Huh. Yeah. That's nutty. Are they has it been optioned for a movie? Or do you think this article will be optioned it's, for a movie? That would be the logical next step yeah. because who wouldn't want to see this? Yeah. This is great. Like, wow. This needs to be a, a 12-part net Netflix series. Great. For Let's sure. do it. Okay. Congratulations on your new Netflix series. Anyway, so I talked about a dude with a mullet and a tiger all day. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> how did you get into this? Like, how are you the guy? Uh, uh, how did you become the guy? I don't know. I just, I think they found me when they started and they're like, we like, we like you, you talk good about stuff like, wait till they at the time it was true good. you talk good about stuff here here script you read <laughs> uh yeah no it, yeah I, I just i was always fascinated by nonfiction, and once they started doing articles i was like oh great it's like what rock band was to music the music industry this these guys are doing for articles like they're making they're they're sort of breathing new life into mm-hmm. the journalism space and so do you work for autumn or for the do the magazine select you for autumn yeah and then autumn works with all the they have partnerships with all these right. magazines yeah this is part of my project get to know eric and yeah. make him talk about himself <laughs> It's working. We're, it's, we're, we're, we're learning it's everything. It's a continuation from last week where we found out he's doing it all for love. <laughs> he's only had healthy relationships that yeah. are long term. It's impressive. He relocated when he was 13, That's somewhere right. between 7th yeah. and 8th grade. It was mm-hmm. traumatic. He's proud of his dad who's come in and out of retirement. <laughs> That's what we learned. Yeah. <laughs> That's real good. You guys retain. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> okay. But how did you... Let's just let's just go back. You're the voiceover guy. Was that wh- what were your first career aspirations? W- like when I started in voiceover or No, before that. What led you to to doing voiceover? When I was 2 years old <laughs> and I had a a Donald Duck record and I was able to like do a Ludwig von Drake like I would just talk along and do the voice. Mm-hmm. At 2? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, and I, so once I had that, I was like, this is, this is the gig for me. For real? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, there were other paths, of course. Um, But yeah, no, I knew early on that because, because I would have like a, a, like a tape player. Mm -hmm. So I'd always be able to like record and like with my aunt and my little brother, like we do little like skits and things. So I always wanted to do it. Um, So you had this crazy talent at two and everyone recognized it. So it was like. Your path was chosen. Yeah. It was half that and half. Eric, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so did you ever want to be anything other than voiceover guy? Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to be a director and um, like was really interested in film and movie and stuff. I wanted to be an astronaut based on the McDonald's 1983 um, calendar. Space was very big at the time. Mm, yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah, that's the, that's the career for me. Did y'all want to be astronauts? Of course. Oh yeah. No, because I knew that that chair, that thing where they turn you on your side and spin you around. I knew I would barf all over the place, and I figured <laughs> space was not for me. Fair. I, ne- I never fantasized about being an astronaut, but I I had a lot of astronaut uh, type toys, and yeah. uh, I ate a lot of that freeze dried ice cream. That was pretty that was so good. Yeah. Cool. But Tang, right? You drink some Tang? And- never into Tang. No. Okay. That may be why I didn't Wait, want to be. That why too. was Tang the space drink? 
because it was free it was powdered. You could, oh, okay. They made it for the astronauts. Oh, they did. Well, isn't that what they said they did? That's what they said. Yeah. Yeah. So it was developed for astronauts. I didn't know this. Yeah, it's hmm. like Gatorade they made for alligators. <laughs> yeah, we're having fun. <laughs> you know why? Because it's Monday or Thursday. Exactly. It's and we the designated. Loose. Yeah. That's we're how you the know. kind of people who do let so loose that it's only on designated nights. Yep. In a very He's specific not, time. Yeah. I feel After crazy. 30 minutes of <laughs> He's not actually <laughs> totally wrong because it was made at the University of Florida, yep. which is their mascot is the Gators. And it was made for their football team, the Gators. It's true. Oh. Mm. Who's stupid now? Yeah. <laughs> you should go Still on me. Jeopardy. I would clean your clock in Jeopardy. Well, you wouldn't be competing against me because I wouldn't get on. That's we why I don't canvassed on. this. <sighs> they should have couples versus each other on Jeopardy week. That would be awesome. I feel like they do that. Just a couple and one guy like, being like, I don't, I shouldn't be here. I, I, I've been trying oh to boy. figure out. I feel like I'm crowding you guys. I Can I just, I just, yeah. <laughs> I would love a game show. I don't want to get in the middle of you two. I, I'm, I'm not going to take I'm sides. Over here. Listen, uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> and then you win. If everybody slithers out of the room by the end of the show. Yeah. I, I want a game show where couples are against versus each other. Yeah, no, I, I got that. I like it. Did you? Mm-hmm. Okay, Eric. <laughs> so what was your first professional voiceover thing? I honestly, I don't remember. I, I, I really didn't get into it until like six or seven years ago, like professionally. But I was podcasting for, for years before, like I started back in 05. Um, oh, right. You yeah, did yeah. the send up of something. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did that. I did a show about video games. what was it games. called? That was called This American Wife. Mm. But I started with a show about um, video games just because I liked games. Um, yeah. So I've been, but I've been talking for, for a long time. It's only in the last few years that, um, that people um, pay me. So, so were you like somewhere and then an audio producer was like, hey, I like the sound of your jib? <laughs> cut like, or the you, cut? Well, he, no, the right. sound sounds audio. I was drinking a phosphate. <laughs> yeah, at the local. Uh, uh, yeah, and a producer found me. No, I was no, I was doing a, a storytelling show in L.A. and um and the my co um uh, host uh, Anna David is an author and then, I know her. Oh, Wait, have yeah. we already? Done? No, we haven't talked. We about haven't this. talked about it. No. Right, I know her. Yes, yes. So um so so Anna and I were doing a show. She was an author. She just came out with a book, and uh, she's like, I want to get this on audio, and uh, and then she found what book? Wait. What book now? Because we went to the book we release. We went to her book party. release. Yeah. Party. Oh, no way. I'm trying but to remember. This, did she right. have more than one? She has, yeah, she she has, has multiple few. books. Yeah. 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 And this yeah. was just a short one. This was a Kindle single. So it was like oh, an hour okay. long thing. And then she found this and it was like an exchange. It was ACX for, for Audible where you can put your own stuff up. Uh, and then we, I produced her, her book. And then I was like, oh shit, I could probably audition for, for some of this stuff and, and start. And that's how I started doing audiobooks. And then people found me. Through there, look at that's that. how it happened. What was the storytelling show you were doing with her? It was called True Tales of Lust and Love. I remember that. Did you, you do that? perform on that? You, you guys. went at the Mint. At the Mint? Yeah. Was I not there that month? I don't think you were there. It was. It was early on, and it was, that was. Yeah, I was trying to remember which storytelling show of hers I that did. That was it. That was, it, it was, was that. It was that. Um, that's definitely what it was. Look at yeah. You two. They she recorded at the Mint, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're like, how do we? Well, ships. Passing, <laughs> except now we're both in the same dock. Right there, yeah. Yeah. Just I think you were 
it, what year would that have been? Well, you know what? This is a, this is a conversation to have off mic. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think you were there. Yeah. Because I don't think she had a co-host. Yeah. No, was, I, think it was, I think it was just one month I wasn't there. And mm. that was the month. It was just women, though. Yes. Is that, is that how it was always, though? Or did I feel like she expanded we, at some point. We only did one. We did one special show where we let the guys talk. Mm. But I came into, I was co-hosting and then I was reading all of the um, audience stories. I was narrating. Nice. Um, yeah. But there. I well, you. there you go. Hey guys. I'm glad you I asked. Know. I want to go <laughs> find the poster of that night and make sure. <laughs> weren't together. You knew it the whole time. You guys. Yeah. Allison Rosen is your new best friend is brought to you in part by Simple Health. Uh, so this is a way to get birth control from the convenience of your own house without having to go to a student health center or a like the guy that I had to go to the first time I wanted birth control pills. Just a 70-year-old judgmental jerk of a gynecologist who was the same guy who had delivered my sister and i think was not it was not on board with me becoming sexually active that is a story for another day but i'm just saying (laughs) if you could get birth control pills uh from the comfort of your own home why would you not whether you're trying birth control for the first time or need to renew your prescription, Simple Health will take care of you. Fill out an online health profile and answer some questions to find the best birth control for you. A doctor reviews if you're a good candidate for birth control, recommends a product, and writes a prescription. Then your birth control ships to your door on a recurring schedule, no interruptions. It's free with most insurance plans and starts at $15 a month without insurance. It's convenient, accessible, discreet, personal, reliable, affordable. I love, uh, I love stuff that just uh, makes yeah, your life so much more simple. Um, access to a doctor, insurance status, or cost should never prevent women from getting birth control. Simple Health helps cut those barriers down for all women. Don't miss your chance to try this service for free. My listeners get the $20 prescription fee waived by going to simplehealth.com slash best friend and entering code best friend at checkout. That's simplehealth.com slash best friend and entering code best friend at checkout. This service is not a replacement for routine evaluations by your primary care physician or gynecologist. That's really convenient. I love that. Renee. Yes. Talk to me. Here I am asking Eric all these questions. Yeah. Uh-oh. But don't think that you don't have a question. Well, so well, here's the deal. Well, I'm listening. We recorded a Patreon bonus episode, which has not gone up yet. And we got chit chatting so much that I didn't get to the audience questions. questions. We just, we had so many Allison questions. <laughs> so I'm sitting here on top of a pile of questions. Oh boy. Okay. Let's find a good one. Let's get into it. All right. This one is from Leanne Ward. Yes. I love Leanne Ward. We all love Leanne okay. Ward. Uh, Renee. Yes. One, are you naturally as upbeat as you seem, or is it something you have to work at? Two, I know from some of your stories on Allison Rosen is your new best friend and your Daniel Van Kirk interview that your father was intense. How do you handle him as an adult? Are you able to let him know when he's crossed a line, or do you just grin and bear it? It's so cool that I get to hear you on my number one favorite podcast almost every week after enjoying you so much uh, on one of the other podcasts that I love. That would be the Daniel Van Kirk podcast. Oh, no. What am I saying? Sure, yeah, that would be Can Daniels. I Pet Your Dog. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm ready. I feel like Daniel's. <laughs> I have, Daniel, your fatigue is contagious. 
I'm sorry. I'll, I'll leave the show. Bye. <laughs> you guys didn't I'm get any sleep. sleep. That's You're not what I'm out. saying. I'm trying to just excuse my dumb thing I just said. Anyway, yes. obviously it's Can I Pet Your Dog that she's talking sure, about. She yeah, also likes Daniel Van Kirk's <laughs> podcast, I'm assuming. Right. She's a good podcast. I love when her. my favorite podcasts cross over. I think she loves you, Renee, and that's why she listened to you on Daniel Van Kirk's podcast. Okay. Yes. Let's pretend um, that I got okay, that right. First question, always have it. No, it is my coping mechanism. It is never insincere, but uh, but yeah, I, the joke is I don't have fight or flight. I have cheerleading. Where I'm just like, <laughs> you're fine. Everybody's okay. We're going to be fine. Uh, well, uh, I you mentioned it as as you go into cruise director mode. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, and it's been tested a lot this year. And it's been really interesting for me to like have that knowledge, consciously say, don't go into this when things get tense. And then uh, and then just over and over and over, it happens where I'm just like, time for a show. And I can't, for some reason, I can't uh, tone it down mm-hmm. when uh, when things are tense. But for the most part, yeah, no, I think I, think I am naturally positive, but it definitely is my defense mechanism. Yeah. Uh, in in tough times, mm-hmm. which which can be, um, mm, I, I don't know. I think we're all deeply flawed, and I could fix that. But then I'll, I'll spring a leak somewhere else. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, as far as dead, I uh, when I did Daniel Van Kirk's thing, I was kind of going through it a little bit. We were uh, kind of navigating uh, a difficult time. My um, my dad, my dad's real big on um, on. Um, weight loss and and not being fat mm. and so uh that was that was kind of a, a a common thing growing up but something just flipped in me that i'm just like that's him and so you can either accept it or you can fight about it but there's no negotiating it and that has helped a lot mm. lately how did you realize that my therapist told me yeah <laughs> <laughs> but basically because it would just be like if we could just find a happy meeting she's like you won't you're not get the the, uh, the thing that we were joking about is uh, on uh, on Christmas morning. Uh, my mom made uh, uh, cinnamon rolls, and, uh, and oh boy, they weren't done. Just eating dough, just uh, dough for Christmas. <laughs> but everybody was tiptoeing around it like so much, just because you can't criticize, you can't have a, a conversation. If you do, it'll turn into a real big thing. Uh, and so she was just like, "Yeah, th- that's your option. You can either have have a fight, or you can accept it. But there's not there's not going to be a lot of." in between and that's helped a lot Um, and the in between about the weight stuff with your dad would have been what um to understand like any type of like body positive image or the patriarchy or like internalized misogyny that i've developed because of it like any type of that is just not a conversation that like trying to change his outlook on it yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and it's it's also god you don't want to excuse it but you do want to understand it and the understanding is it is generational and the way that he was brought up this really is foreign like this this way that we're all thinking and believing now is is truly foreign to him right and uh he's almost 70 that's a that's a tough time to change what you believe completely and was he super hard on you or was it just like in the air um no no it was just it was just on my mom he's just real hard on my mom oh yeah and so so i think you learn that you're like well that's not okay then Mm -hmm. what i've got isn't gonna be great right because i know that you have struggled with with oh God! All yeah. sorts of body stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. I swear the the answer to everything. Just get old. You'll be <laughs> tired. You're not gonna have time to like care about it anymore. So it just helps to be like, and <laughs> I can't worry about it anymore. Uh, is my biggest recommendation if you want to work through something. Just age. And what's your um? See now the laser like intensity with which I tried yes. to break through Eric Martin's barriers. Yes. I'm now <laughs> turning to you. Yes. Um. 
how did your mom handle that intensity or ha- handle that focus on her weight? Not, I mean, it was, it was awful. It was, it's really, and it's a really mixed signal of, um, you know, Hey, Hey, this is your worth. But then I also want you to be my wife and be affectionate. And so you're just like, well, I'm worthless, but I should be fat. Like it's just, it's difficult. So mm-hmm. I think there was, um, you know, it was, it was tough. It was really tough on them, but they're doing great now. Age, man, just get older and they'll, they'll be fine. That was a, that was a long, uh, kind of not revealing what the middle is, but I don't know what the middle is. I think it was everybody just kind of accepted. Mm-hmm. It's not going to change. No, I've had that. I remember one year, um, my new year's resolution, I had like four that year yeah. but, and I don't know what they were. I'm sure being on time was one of them because right. that's always one of them, <laughs> but it was, I'm going to stop trying to change people's minds. Yeah. And it's specifically people online yeah. and my dad. Those yeah. are the people who's, whose minds I always want to change. Yes. And it, and the stuff with my dad is it's like, it's not two adults having a conversation. It's this teenage like, dad. Right? Yeah. It's and so it's like, true. You just resort back. Wh- yeah. And, and it does go deeper than just, it's not as simple as like, just hear me out or whatever. It's like, for some reason I need you it's coming from a place of like i need you to see this the way i see it right. and and I, the truth is you if you're an adult you don't really need someone to you can't yeah. force someone to see something how you see it yeah and it's and you know and not to bring this serenity prayer into it but it truly will help you out with every circumstance they're just right. like what do you have control over then that's what you get to care about that's that's all you get to really and you can't control how other people act you just have to accept it which is so fucking hard though it's so hard it's so hard especially when you're right (laughs) (laughs) eric how are your boundaries oh i'm always pushing them (laughs) uh no i i i do definitely try to um um, placate i'm definitely like a people pleaser type so um i'm I'm generally try to avoid conflict mm. um which sometimes to a detriment um you know so that's something i struggle with but- it's interesting i was talking to my friend the other day and she said uh this was on text and she said i don't know if you've noticed about me but i i love some i love me some confrontation hmm. and i was like i have never actually and i i like to think that i'm pretty observant yeah. but i had not noticed this about her i think because she and i get along really well huh. but uh imagine being that kind of person because we three Daniel, I I don't know if you if I would say you're the same as uh, Renee, Eric, and I in this sense, but like very conflict diverse. Yeah, you are too. Yeah, uh, it depends on the kind of conflict. There's some kinds of conflict that uh, I am very averse to, and then some that I <laughs> I enjoy. I don't know that I could put my finger on it though, because there are definitely a times political where... argument online you're into sometimes, but like if it's somebody, <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> Like if it's a relative or or a friend, it, I don't know. It's tricky. It's tricky. There there are sometimes when um I will get into arguments where it feels like my brain is on fire, and I don't like that. Like it feels like it goes from zero to a hundred, and it's it mostly has to do with a certain way that a person might argue with me that reminds me of like the way that I was fucked with as a kid, and it just makes me like, sna- you know, it's like too triggering. But for the most part, I enjoy mixing it up. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's it's been hard to learn where, like when when it's the other kind to step back. Do you ever yeah. enjoy mixing it up 
in real life, though? Or are you talking about online? Only in Star Wars world. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean in real life? As opposed to online, like online comments. Like, do you like to mix it up? I don't in- really do it much in online. Oh, okay. Actually. Online is, is, is actually worse because online has that feeling of now it's out there and I have to wait. Mm. If the person's going to respond and I'm checking and it kind of occupies more time right. and energy. So I tend not to actually mix it up. Or there have been times when people have tweeted at me and they've wanted to get into it. And it's just like, I don't have time to to do this. Not that I wouldn't want to, but it's just, uh, but in real life, um, yeah, as long as, as long as it doesn't get, as long as it can stay like in a... Um, no fisticuffs. No, but it's like <laughs> as long as it's it's all in good faith. Like we're arguing in good faith. What I here's what it is. There are people who argue where they're just trying to like uh wind you up. Yeah, pick a fight. Yeah, or or just they'll they'll change their position on you. So they'll be like take a position and then you'll 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 sort of and then they'll they'll maneuver. Right. And that I that feels like I'm being gaslighted. And that starts to make me mental because I feel like mm-hmm. you're now you're just fucking with me, you yeah. know. And that's when I I tend to get I I don't handle that great. Probably. I wonder if the people who love confrontation are able to stay calm throughout. Because because what you're saying, Daniel, about feeling like your brain is on fire, that's like I get too heated as well, which is why I'm afraid to like I I I feel like I sort of lose myself the minute it, it feels heated, and I'm like I'm I'm both like feeling defensive, and I'm also feeling hurt, and I'm also feeling angry, and then I just it's sort of that's why I don't I don't relish that situation because I'm not as in control as I am right now. Yeah, yeah. I but I love to get into it if. It doesn't go there. Like if a person is debating and, and it's all on the level, then that's very stimulating. And I enjoy that. So But that's a debate more than a confrontation. Well, yeah, confrontation, like it just depends on what you're fucking talking about. Like, I don't know, confrontation. It's all confrontation. Like if you're confronting someone's beliefs, that's confrontation. That but that's different from like, okay, I've got to go tell this person that they fucked up. And it's going to get this other person in trouble. You know what I mean? Like, that's a different kind of confrontation. That I don't love. I think there are people who are into that, though. Yeah, like, I don't like the kind of confrontation that is, um, all right, you know, like, we've had situations where we've had people working for us, not Ray, you know, other folks, and they fucked up. And now I've got to, like, go to this business and talk to the owner and try to get our money back. That I don't like. Mm. You know, that kind of confrontation I don't like, where I have to basically, like, tell some, you know, give someone the business. Um, so, I don't know. What are we talking about? Speaking, uh, yes, so, Eric. Well, well just, you mentioned the uh, the idea of, like, the, the, the person, like, uh, stirring it up and, like, this very heated and confrontational, but you have to wonder if some people on the inside, they're just, like, their eyes are closed and they're sipping tea and they're just right. loving everything. Yeah, the people who love confrontation, I imagine it doesn't feel like they're dangerous blooded. and out of control. Yeah. Like yeah. they're probably good at it. And, and or it's like some fun, like eat nice. I don't know. I should just ask my friend. Sure. What, what do you like about confrontation? You get sick thrills out of this. Huh? <laughs> but what is, what is this person referring to as confrontation? Like, what do they mean? Confrontation. Telling someone 
not to act in a certain way that where and in a similar situation i can't t- i can't tell someone that because it's i, I like i it's too uncomfortable for me I also think childhood has a lot to do with yes. it. That's like not this question, but like what what did you feel you would die if you didn't do? And f- so mine is like if the adults around me didn't feel like they were doing a good job, we were nobody was getting dinner because mm. they would all be defeated. So mm-hmm. maybe the confrontation people grew up and like you got to scream, you got to scream or you're not to be get heard. Yeah. yeah, and maybe it was effective. Yeah. Whereas yeah, in my house, the like particular type of a confrontation about like my feelings were hurt or this or that. Like it just didn't go well. Right. It, it, spun, <laughs> out, it spun out in a weird way. Yeah. Usually. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so maybe who knows how it, but it usually originates earlier on. So wait, it's survival the, technique. what you just said, if, if the parents didn't feel like they were doing a good, good job, no one got dinner. Meaning like if you had a criticism of them. Yeah. 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 Or if they felt like a bad parent or if um, they just, I think, I think maybe low self-esteem runs in the family. Right. And so, and so it was a little bit of a, that's where the cheerleading cruise director shit comes from. I see. So you're like, like letting them know that they're doing a good job. So they'll keep taking care of you. Yeah. Yeah. You get it. You can fire your therapist, Renee, because <laughs> we in. just got to As the bottom of you. Eric, you're a little more difficult. <laughs> so we're going to have to, we're going to have to revisit. <laughs> um, speaking of Ray, this is a, this is a change of topic. However, Renee. Yes. You worked at a fitness store. I did. You dabble in fitness. I sure do. These little, and I think this might have come up on the show, but not where I'm headed with this. These little thumb holes the for your sh- What? They come on athletic wear. Yeah. What is your understanding of the, their function? And I will explain why. Because I was wearing a shirt that had them. I don't usually put them around my thumb. My thumb webs are sensitive, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I just, uh, they're just there. And Ray, aforementioned Ray, saw me in the shirt and was like, what are you, what are you doing? And like, okay. put a finger in there, <laughs> in the, in the thumb hole. What are you doing with this? I'm like, I'm just wearing it. Wearing my thumb holes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, no. And he thinks that it's, <laughs> for old ladies to stick Kleenex in their no. sleeve. Wait, 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 wait. No. Yes. He thinks they design yes. clothes <laughs> yes. specifically so that old ladies can put dirty Kleenex up their sleeve. Yes, and he thinks I'm too young for this. <laughs> I mean, that's a great application, but really I don't think is. it was expressly yeah. designed. It Nor do I. Yeah. <laughs> I think a Thumb holes are a young woman's game. They are. Well, <laughs> I've heard that. Because they're on athletic wear. I think they're uh, for uh, cold. So uh, keep your knuckles warm. But I also think in yoga, so your palms don't get sweaty. Oh. It won't let you slip around at all. But either way, it's so kind. It is so, it's more kind. Listen, I don't know if I'm ever getting married, but I'm going to have to break it to my husband. My thumb holes are more comforting than my wedding ring. They really are them. comforting. Yeah. Yeah. This is what you wear if you want to sip tea from an oversized mug in a window seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to try it. Fellas, but does it really it? keep you that much warmer if you're jogging? I mean, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Cause yeah it God, well, does, no, because it's your fingers that get cold. Right. But, um, but it protects that vulnerable upper hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do they make thumb holes for dudes? <laughs> I guess not, because you guys don't have any, nope. right? Have you experienced it? Never no, had one. You're missing Mm-mm. out. It's great. Daniel, you briefly jogged. No, more than briefly jogged. You went through mm-hmm. a jogging phase. Sure. You had to put shit on your nipples. Ooh. Uh, well, if you jog long distances, you definitely have to yeah. protect the nips. Yeah. Chafing. Yep. Yeah. What and about did you, it? Did you buy a thing for that or was it Band-Aids? 
They had a thing you could get at the runner's store, which it looks like deodor- a thing of deodorant, and it's a, it's like a wax kind of thing that protects. Worked. It was good. But a- no thumb holes. For the nips? No, for thumbs. It's like stride like, glide, like right? Those. Yeah. No. What does that have to do with my nipples? Well, the reason we're talking about your nipples is because we were talking about thumb holes and for, clo- for clothing and running. Oh, no. Would you wear a nipple? This is a code red. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure, this makes sense. So sleepy. Well, funny. You're, you went. You're I went too thumb quickly. Holes, I, I, I. And then you asked about my chafed nipples. <laughs> too fast. And you're saying these things are the same conversation. <laughs> well, they, they are. Running. Yeah. But those aren't for running. Yeah, I mean, they can be. <laughs> Well, they're for Kleenex, we know. <laughs> they're for Kleenex. Sure. Yeah, Wait, what do you think they're for, definitively Daniel? Definitively for Kleenex. Sure, it's for yoga. Well, it's it's for both. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go back to Code Red? <laughs> what do you want to know? What flavor is it's it? It's like cherry. Thank you. <laughs> that is all I wanted to know. <laughs> that is satisfying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, you You were unsatisfied before, right? Yeah, no. It was I mean, you had forgotten. No, yeah, like three Two, maybe two times. I couldn't oh, remember. Was it a slightly different citrus taste of mountain sweat? But no, yeah. it's, there's a bit of a cherry to it. <laughs> That's right. It's got a cherry uh, cherry kick. Yeah. Grenadine. That's right. The other thing you can do is go to 7-Eleven and get the normal and the fountain soda and then just hit the cherry flavor button yeah. and you can throw that cherry in the regular Mountain Dew. Yeah. So, so smart. If how, you really want a lot of sugar and caffeine. Work. How close is 7-Eleven to your work? There used to be one right next door, uh, but they tore it down, and they are putting up some sort of something, condo slash mixed use, whatever. Damn it. Are they still willing to give you a code red if you go into the <laughs> so lobby? Now do you have I'm to sure drive? if I ask the guys working there. What? Yeah. Do you have to drive for it now? Oh, I haven't gone to 7-Eleven in a long time. Hmm. Today, I went to a Thank Arco you. station. We got all our answers. 7-Eleven's out of my life. The closest 7-Eleven now on my route is close to our house. And I told you what happened at that 7-Eleven. Let's hear it again. Because it's a little bit smaller, not these big deluxe new 7-Elevens. Right. It's like an old antique 7-Eleven. <laughs> and the coffee station isn't like what you're used to, right? You know, you go now to most of these places and it's like they've got six carafes of different flavors and they've got all the different flavored creamers and sugars and da 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 and uh but at the 7-eleven near my work they had a whole promo and it was an official 7-eleven thing where you could take a big gulp cup not a coffee cup big gulp fill it with ice (laughs) and then go fill it with coffee and it was like a buck you know it was like the price of uh a big gulp instead of a price of a coffee so i i Went to this place on the way to work, and she's like, "You can't do that." What did she see you putting coffee on putting your coffee in, in your big ice. gulp? Okay, it's not done. Yeah. She's like, "You can't do that." I'm like, "The heck are you talking about? <laughs> I've been doing this at Seven Eleven for years." Yeah, it's my signature she, move here. Yeah, she's like, "Well, I have to charge you for the price of like a large coffee, which is like two bucks." And I'm like, "Okay," and you weren't having it. But this is a big gulp cup. What the heck? It's like your coffee doesn't cost you more than you know this yeah. amount of coke they pay for the cups she was just not <laughs> having it like she hadn't gone to the 7-eleven conference you are what? you're i'm 
I'm telling you to get on the mic. I am on the mic. Okay. But you're, well, now you are. <laughs> anyway, I stopped going to 7 Eleven because of her. So if anyone from 7 Eleven corporate is listening, it's the woman who works at the 7 Eleven in Burbank. Now, a did, 7-Eleven did Burbank. you feel, huh? Did you feel on Magnolia? Did you feel? <laughs> did you feel enervated from your confrontation with her? Or did you feel f- alive? What's the difference? One is weak and one is strong. Oh, is that what enervated means? Yeah, like like drained of energy. That's funny. That's a word that I, I like. Thought you was are the opposite. Currently enervated. Yeah. Did you feel enervated or energized? I. F- uh... I don't know if I felt char. I guess I felt probably energized. Uh, You were like someone coming out of some sort of seizure, (laughs) and I'm just like talking to you to keep you with it. (laughs) Sure. I don't know if the audience can tell. Okay. You're 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 so fading. Yeah, I feel like um, I'm underwater. (laughs) 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 You know those pictures of those um, old timey divers with the diving bells. They would have the um, in the tube, yeah, for the oxygen, you know. But it was like this heavy thing they'd keep on their head. Yeah. Right. Where's this going? That's what I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit like so, that. But I also think if you guys were to do couple against couple Jeopardy, if mm. this is an indication, <sighs> we would not win. You're gonna now. You're gonna take it. Take it to the. Take it to the top. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I sorry. Listen, honey. If I ruin your your podcast. Uh, I'm sorry. No, but this is also like this is the voice of a new parent. We know what this is. No sleep last I no, night. I have yeah. no business being in front of a microphone right now. Uh, so anyway, did I feel energized by that confrontation? Or yes, or did you feel drained, depleted? I mean, I, I don't know because it's sort of both. On the one hand, it's demoralizing that I have to deal with this person. On the other hand, it's invigorating mm. to mix it up a little. But I didn't mix it up as much as I wanted to mix it up. <laughs> Did you get more intense after you drank a lot of the coffee? Well, that f- that is the thing, yeah. I mean, yeah. the coffee definitely made me feel more energized. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. the coffee. Oh, yeah. So Not wait, the confrontation. If she had to charge you $2 and that was a pro- How much is a big gulp? Well, the big gulp was like a buck. Oh. But the coffee <laughs> was like $2 or something. Shit. It was just, <laughs> oh boy. That's, oh boy. That's Highway robbery. Here's the thing. It's gouging. I wasn't upset about the price. No, it's the I was upset that she told me I couldn't do it at all. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like there was no price. Right. Yeah. No, she was just like, you can't do that thing that mm. I'm doing. I'm like, right. What if are she, you talking about? If she had said, I'm literally doing it right now. <laughs> don't tell me I can't do it's the happening. thing I'm doing. It's actually happening. Yeah. I don't want to argue about reality here. <laughs> But I can't possibly have been the only person to try to do that. that that's not yeah, because a it thing was a I national invented. promotion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Iced coffee is a thing. No, it's true. Yeah. I put a wine bottle in a cup, and they were like, "That's not how that works." It's it's tough. They're sticklers. Improvise, Seven <laughs> Eleven. Come on. All right, let's do <laughs> some just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something. As I mentioned last time, 
some of the listeners wanted a way to submit just mere everyone's anonymously because sometimes their just mere everyone's are too racy. So uh, a wonderful listener set up a Google sheet, uh, which I or form or something, which I did not have experience with, but now I now I own it. Yeah, and I don't mean like I make it my bitch. <laughs> I just mean like. I am listed as the owner on yeah. this sheet. Yeah. Uh, and I tweeted it out from the ARIYMBF account on Twitter. I should probably, probably if people want to submit them this way, I shouldn't make them go dig and find an old tweet, but that's how we're doing it for right like now. It. Some of them aren't even racy. I think some people just aren't on Twitter. So it's going to be hard for them to find this sheet. It sure. It, I'm aware. All right. When dining with someone, I find myself about to lift my glass at exactly the same time as them, so I stop and wait a few seconds so it doesn't feel weirdly synchronized. Hmm. No, I don't, I don't, I'm, I say, hey, we're mirror images and I'm fine with that. Yeah. That's yeah. the equivalent of if you're like leaving work and you know you're leaving, you oh, yeah. to be with, at the same time as someone else and you know you're parked in the same lot, oh, you might yeah. just be like, oh, wait, I forgot something. Or like, hey, what's down on the ground? That's interesting. Or I've had that in a public restroom at a place where you know other people who might be in there and right. you're in there and then someone comes in and you know from their feet or their purse or whatever that it's someone you know. Yeah. And then you're both going to get out at the same time and you don't want to have to have that washing your hands conversation. So then you just hang wait, out for wait. A bit. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. With you know, I think it's okay specifically with the the drink thing to to mirror because that shows you're on the the same page, uh, and also uh, you can use that as an opportunity to uh, toast. That's oh, right. Yeah. Uh, and make meaningful eye contact. Yes. I went. Here's a just mirror, everyone. Let's hear it. Whenever I cheers, I feel compelled to make like way too much eye contact. Oh yeah. Because is it bad luck if you don't? Or I think it means no. you're a cold fish. Or I don't know what it is. I just feel like there's some bad judgment for people who don't make eye contact. So I will like, I will bore holes into your soul <laughs> with my eye contact. You're, who, or who are you doing this with? You. Well, that's, oh, yeah. So if you, if you do it with your partner, that's good. It means you're going to have good sex. But if what? you do it, that's what it means. If you have eye contact while you're cheering. Well, cheersing. Hmm, okay. But okay. if you do it with somebody who's not your partner, then that means you're um, going to be unfaithful on me. Oh, So that's no. why I asked. Yeah, 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 we didn't think this through at all. Mm -mm. Well, I don't think I... I mean, I think I probably do it with everyone. <laughs> I think this is a wife's tale, but it's to make sure nobody's putting poison in your drink, right? While you're cheersing. I got my eye on you. Oh. I think it's a wife's tale. It's a Wallace Shawn deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a princess spray. Yeah, yep. exactly. I know, I know. And Clueless. That's I mean, this scene was not in Clueless, but... <laughs> right, that, no, no, was. same deal. He was, yeah. Interesting. So that's why you do it. I think I think a wives' tale. I think a legend. Right. Uh, but yeah, some people's like, just to uh, keep an eye on everybody. And that's why you... Keep to your health. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. To make sure that... that is, uh, that's dark. Nobody's being shady. Yeah. I went to this... Is, not related to that specifically. I went to dinner with, and I still have my thumb holes on. I'm realizing Great. I'm going to, I'm taking That's them off. <laughs> I don't want my Kleenexes to fall out. <laughs> um, I went to dinner with my friend Dustin and his friend years ago, and they explained that when, when two guys are out having dinner, they cannot order the same dish. Hmm. Is anyone aware of this? I don't know that that's a rule, but it's a thing that guys won't do. Because women, I well, I don't mean to, to, so, broadly stereotype but for the most part like if renee and i 
went out to dinner, I think we would have no problem ordering the same thing. At all. Yeah. In I don't, fact, I don't maybe get even it. change my order. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's better. I'll do yeah. It. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I've never heard that expressed as a rule. Yeah. Well, and, rule in quotes. But, just maybe, but maybe somebody might be inclined to switch it at the, oh, maybe I better not order it. I guess. But why? To, to just maybe, maybe it's just a, a masculinity thing would be my, my guess. But do you do this, Eric? I don't really. Um, no, I'll, I'll, I, if honestly, if they ordered the same thing, it means that we both have great taste. <laughs> well, what if, what if you want the, um, the chicken, and you hear them order that chicken? Then are you, do you get it as well? That, that could be the thing, or, or maybe it's, oh, maybe I'll get this, and then we can share, or you know, you can mm. try some of mine or some of you. But it depends on the other person. Too. Like if they're, but, but would you change your order so that you don't get the same thing as them? I don't. I wouldn't necessarily. Okay. Yeah. I would probably keep what I was going to do. Got it. I, yeah, I don't care. But you know where it gets weird is when you say, if you're with a guy and you're like, um, order for me. <laughs> That's when it gets, you know what I mean? Like awkward. Because that makes him feel like now you're his wife. Would something. you change your order though, Daniel? If you're out with a... Like if I had something in mind and the guys yeah. with ordered it? Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I'd order it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, me too. Yeah. yeah. The only thing, I, the only thing I can think of it being weird is if there's some sort of special twist on it, and you want to do the same special twist on it. So it's like, you know, so like there's some extra, like no uh, onions, something on the way. side. Yeah. I'd like it with pepita seeds as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And jojoba. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, someone says, "Oh, ooh, here's a good one." Taken shit so large in diameter, I've had to employ Lamaze breathing. <laughs> Hashtag just mirror everyone. Hashtag fiber. No. Uh, yes, recently they've been. I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> but maybe, maybe at some point, yeah. No. How about you guys? No, it's, a, it's been okay. Yeah, but listen, they're doing I definitely, right. I definitely. <sighs> well, this one's gross. Sure. Yeah, but yeah, that's the that's point why of I just went on the yeah. Google thing. Exactly. I'm just going to say it's not just you. No, it's definitely not. Um, in the squatty potty, go ahead and grab it. It'll help. The whole notion of this list of just me or everyone's that people are too ashamed to put their name to, mm-hmm. but we're supposed to weigh in and say we've done it. <laughs> like I'm not anonymous. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, shits. I've never taken a shit. Yeah, not once. Perfect What's that? shits every time. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, just wanted to point that out, but no, maybe, I mean, maybe like if you're really dehydrated or something and you have like the really like pebbly, hard pop, pebbly shits or something like that. But I don't know if I've ever been like, <laughs> <laughs> like that, you know? Well, yeah. I think that's, I don't, I doubt this person is truly employed. Really? Look, I didn't right. submit it. I doubt they're truly employing the moths. I think they just mean like, just it's hard really, to pa- really painful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do remember once when I was a kid, I went to like a like a family party, and um, you know everybody was drinking, having a great time. I was only ten years old, so I could only have like a club soda. So I had like four club sodas over the course of the night, and the carbonation was such that 
it, I've never mm. known pain quite like that. Mm. Yeah. Just, just pure gas. Of just, it was, it was devastating. Mm. Yeah. There's fun gas, and then there's painful gas. I remember. Yeah. It was horrifying. It ha- that hasn't happened in a very long time. But I, I do remember being a kid and having the worst stomach ache, and my mom just being like, "That's gas." It's just gas. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Remember, God, we used to eat so fast. How did that happen? Why does that happen know. all the time when you were a kid? Are we just better at getting rid of it? I guess. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. oh. we got it in. What? <laughs> Daniel, I had this is to. This a classy establishment. We're talking about <laughs> diameters of poop <laughs> and thumb holes. We're yeah. not burping into the mic. I've got to just mirror everyone. That's no lollipop etiquette type behavior. What's your just? Well, it's not really just mirror everyone. It's more like who the fuck is that? Another one. <laughs> so I, I it, it the candy. In in the checkout lane at the grocery store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is buying Rolos? Oh me. I'm sorry. What? Don't get mad. Don't get mad. Okay. Because <laughs> I see the Rolos there. I've never seen. I've never seen anyone buy a Rolos. I've never seen anyone outside of Halloween eat a Rolos. Yeah. And yet Rolos are always at the store. Always yeah. part of the selection. Also, Mr. Goodbar, but we won't even go to there. Well, where? Can, let's see if we can get you closer. Can you do a milk den? Or do you? Is it, I don't you have don't a problem like with Rolos? people eating them. I have no He's problem. Just never they're, seen they're fine. It. I've oh. just, you, I've never seen anyone eating a Rolos in the wild. Yeah, and it's and I wonder if it's like Mentos. It's like one Rolos is a Rolos. I was oh, wondering that as well. Maybe it's because it's so stealthy. It's like a you could just get one. It, it's like you never see. It. It's not like a big old candy bar that yeah. you're just chowing up. It, I think that's exactly little while you're things, driving, yeah. you can do it single-handed. But here's the, here's the thing about those. I never that eat them one that at a time. Yeah. I never eat them one at a time. I always make them form two, like they, they, they right. turn into like back a little barrel. Yeah. yeah, you put them back to back. Yeah. Are Rolos individually wrapped? No. No. No, no. They're like, okay. um, but good. good. You can get them individually wrapped, I think, for Halloween Probably. or something, right? Mm, yeah. Probably, yeah. And it's yeah. just chocolate with caramel inside. So it's like a differently shaped Carmelo. Yeah. So yeah. you're one of these maniacs who's buying Rolos at the grocery store. But I'll tell you what, because it's for a trip, uh, and mm. that's usually for um. the uh, half mile home from the grocery store. Mm. Uh, and I want to keep one hand on candy. the steering wheel, and then you can just uh, you can hold the tube with your forefingers, and then that thumb can just get. Because I in. asked <laughs> the the cashier <laughs> nice. at the grocery store, I'm yeah, like, "Have you, you ever seen anyone buy a fucking Rolos? You work here." <laughs> what was the verdict? Yes, he, some people he buy said them. He has huh. seen them, but the, <laughs> her name's wait Renee a minute. She's adamant. But, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. But no, no. But the guy, the bagger, said he hadn't. Mm. So case closed. Well, he was new, right? It was a woman checking us out. Unless you've had this conversation at multiple <laughs> grocery stores, which to I me, feel like you might check, have. The people who check out the, the cashiers, sexless, genderless. <laughs> They're, they're, gods. I don't see gender at the cashier. It's just the friendly person who gives me way too many of those Monopoly uh, playing cards. But you were super honest last time. You went, oh, I don't have the time or something like that <laughs> when they when they offered you two Monopoly playing pieces. Yeah, I didn't say it like that. I know you didn't. Yeah. But you have to say no, or else they will literally put. Two inches thick of these fucking Monopoly cards in your bag. Do you, do you remember when you were trying to do it? I remember. I did because I thought that I, she'd like hook me up with a crazy amount. <laughs> and she was like, she kind of made it seem like, yeah, you know, it was okay. late. 
Do you love free groceries? Like well, she's like, it was late, and she had like a stack with a rubber band around them. Yeah. And I didn't know the game. And they got quotas. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. maybe. And I didn't know the game. I thought like it was the kind of thing where you get one yeah. uh, per like checkout. And it was probably, you know, I don't know. It was like 50 of them. So I was like, well, fuck. If you get 50 chances yeah. with this game, I'm sure there's a winner in here. So I got the whole like fold out, you know, uh, Playing board, playing board, and I sat there, and you have to take each one apart and lick it and find the thing. It was so time consuming, <laughs> and I didn't win shit because the way that I found out the way the game works is like for every dollar or something you get one. It's crazy. You always uh, end up with a crazy yeah, amount of these. Too many. Okay. Oh, it's uh, and that yeah, yeah. For a little while, I was ah. <laughs> uh, there and was then a the lead. prizes are like butter. <laughs> you know, it's not like you win a fucking lot of money. I mean, I guess you could, but you know, oh hey, look at this. You won some spray salad dressing. Well, I would be into that. Yeah, well. You know, we have a spray salad dressing in there that expired in like two thousand eight yeah. and I can't bring myself to throw it out, even though I also can't bring myself to ever open it. It's sure. unopened. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah, for a little while Lean Cuisine had um these like lean cuisine bucks essentially. And right. if you gathered enough of them, you could get like um, a timer in the shape of a tomato or a towel or something. Yeah. So I was like, I eat so many of these. I've got, I've got, now I'm going to get something back. Yeah. And it was so <laughs> time consuming to enter in. It was all, it was online to enter in the serial code from each one and like to get it off the box. And I didn't, I just, I would get lazy, so I would just like rip it off the, and I basically there was a stack of lean cuisine cardboard pieces on my desk, yeah. and I just thought this whole thing is so sad. Yeah, I mean, but it was fun, but it's also nostalgic too, because you used to do that as a kid. That's how you'd win cool prizes. Totally. You, I were, guess. you were filthy rich with cuisinos. I yeah. was, I was, and I threw them out because I, I'm better than that. Yeah. Did you collect Marlboro Miles? No, but I always had friends who would uh, come in and steal, not steal them, but be like, oh, do you, could, can, I, can I have that? And they would get a duffel bag or something. Yeah. Or camel bucks. Camel bucks, because we smoked camels in college, and it was like there was a gal who would collect everyone's camel bucks. But then I don't know if she ever got anything. Huh. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I don't know. All right, so pro- mystery solved. Rolos. Renee <laughs> yeah. is eating all the Rolos. It's me. I'm the one. And Eric and Daniel are ordering the same thing. Yeah, that's potentially right. sharing a salad. We learned a lot here. Oh yes, everybody's getting the chicken with weird seeds on it. Pepito, pepita, 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 pumpkin. Are those pumpkin seeds? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh boy. Oh man. Various seeds. We don't know anything over here. You guys, mm. this has been a fun show. Thank you so much for joining me on the show, listeners. Thank you for listening, Canada. We love you. Yeah. Thanks for all of your pronunciations you can find me at allison rosen on twitter on instagram i have another podcast called childish with greg fitzsimmons check that out it's a parenting podcast but not just parenting uh and go to allisonrosen.com for all your allison rosen related needs i have a book there's ringtones there's t-shirts pins and patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Thank you. You're welcome. Eric, where might we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Eric1Martin. Uh, that's E-R-I-C. And uh, um, you can check out my new website, ericjasonmartin.com, and see all my projects and things, if you want. They do. Cool. 
Renee. Yes. Uh, Twitter, Renee Culver. Instagram, Renee S. Culvert. Uh, Can I pet your dog? Coming back May 28th. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, a week and a half. We'll be back. Wonderful, Daniel. Uh, you can follow me at <laughs> Daniel Quants at the stuff. Uh, <laughs> fucking Snapchat just suckered me into coming back to Snapchat. Because of the, oh, the yeah. male and female filters. Is that the only place a, where that is? I had to look yeah, at what a beautiful so. woman <laughs> I would be. And it turns out, not really. Oh, I got to see it because I'm a, I'm a not attractive man. Uh, so I guess I'm on Snapchat. And then, like, no offense to anybody I, I ended up following. But I ended up following a bunch of people because I don't, I forgot how Snapchat works. And it was like, uh, it was like all these people were waiting for my okay. To, I thought it was to follow me, but now I'm following them. <laughs> so I'll, I'll probably just follow you back, I guess, on Snapchat. I don't even know how the fucking thing works. You're Dequants on there. Yeah. And <laughs> it doesn't matter. None of this shit matters. But here, go to the Discord. Find the watching hour server and talk to me about the shows you like. Most notably, uh, this fucking Game of Thrones bullshit. <laughs> and also, uh, listen, I'm into Deadwood, so I'll talk to you about that. We're talking about Killing Eve. We're talking about other shit. Uh, whatever. I'll probably uh, respond to you there. If that's something that would... Tickle your fancy? Tickle your fancy. And Jeff is at Colonel Jeff Fox. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go.